Hey, it's A. Hey, it's Fee. And this is T with A and Fee. A Through the Lens podcast production. With the first pick in the 2018 WNBA draft, the Las Vegas Aces select Asia Wilson from the University of South Carolina. Please join me in welcoming to the stage the WNBA's 2019 Rookie of the Year, Nafisa Collier. Asia, quick stepping around Stevens. Reese gets denied by Collier. How good is the defense been of this rookie? Hey, what's up? It's the Icy Girl Sweetie, and you are listening to the T with A and B. This is a special episode. Very special. Tell the people why. Um, for one, our guest is not an athlete, which is pretty cool. And for two, we're low-key sitting in the green room, kind of like waiting. Okay, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> let's start from the beginning. So we are supposed to start at 4.30. Yes. Then we get a text saying, oh, our guest, it's sweetie people. Let's not hold out on them. <laughs> um, is They're like, she's in glam. So it's going to be about 15 minutes. We're like, okay. I don't know why you wouldn't do glam because we look like two thumbs over here. I just came from practice. Hey, and I just got out of Asia practice in yeah, Angel looks cute in her glasses and high bum, but she's definitely not glammed up. Right. But we're like, okay. All right. And then here it is, 4.50, and we check our phones, and sweetie, it's on Instagram Live. She's on Instagram Live. <laughs> like, what could this be? I'm like, okay, maybe she's just recording. I mean, she has to yeah. get her makeup done anyway. Maybe she's recording them. She's doing a makeup tutorial herself. <laughs> Listening to slow jams, everyone. I'm digging the playlist and the music, but I'm wow. I'm digging. I'm not digging the lateness. Sweetie. That is true. But while we wait, I guess we could really knock out our intro, honestly. We could. So, like, now we're entering into playoffs, but to look back on the regular season bubble, my favorite parts were it had to be, like, the off days and just, like, chilling and recovering and rehabbing. You know, we got to give a special shout-out to Ladder because their, pro- their products is probably oh, some of the best God. products I've ever had. <laughs> Um, I just like it because, you know, the flavor, the flavors are different. Mm-hmm. They're not your typical, like I always do my pregame. My pregame is strawberry lemonade. Yeah. It sounds so good. Yes, it is. And I, and I like it. I think that's what separates ladder from a lot of other different things. And, you know, we always got to recover mm-hmm. with the protein shake. So exactly. that's how we bounce back. That is why we're getting buckets because we're replenishing ourselves. Yes. Leonard does a great job of doing that. So I couldn't, re- I really um, noticed a difference and yeah. started using it. For sure. For sure. Yes. So <laughs> shout out to them. But now the bubble's a little smaller. The bubble keeps popping one by one as if each person leaves like pop, pop, pop. And what people don't understand is like, the league told us we have 24 hours to get up out of here after yes. we lose. 24 or, hours. Yeah. 24 hours. That's it. I mean, and I mean, some of the teams obviously they they knew they were canceled out of the playoffs. Yeah, but their flights were the day of like oh. their game, and then they left that night. Oh, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't lie. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. If I played at noon and I knew I was eliminated from playoffs, I would have had a flight at six o'clock. Yes, easily. So yeah, I mean, hey, ain't no shame in their game. But there's just a smaller bubble, everyone. It is a smaller bubble. It's so weird, and it's weird because. I'm going to throw some shade real quick. Like, okay, New York on. knew that they weren't playing. We all knew this. They won three games. Okay? Why is... Did they win three? Yes. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. I think so. Oh, no. 
Let's just say that they won three. Anyway, they knew they weren't in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they knew. <laughs> Why? Okay, how many days ago was their game? Two, three? Three, three days. Yeah, yeah. Why is their staff still here? Why didn't you get packed up? You knew you weren't going to be here. Why are you still everything together though? Think about the pods that we have with all of our stuff in it. They got to clean that out. I'm going to keep it 110 with you. (laughs) Halfway through the season, we've won zero games. I'm starting to clean up right now. We're not making it. That's true. Why are you still here three days after your last game? Like you knew you had to be out of here 24 hours. You knew you had to get stuff. I'm packing up now and we are in. Same. Yeah, I am like, too. There's stuff in boxes in my room. Yeah. Why was all your stuff not ready? Why was it not shipped in advance? Because <laughs> you knew. Yeah, I mean, but maybe people pack different. Maybe like it's just like they didn't want to pack because they knew the end was near. But like for me, if I don't pack stuff now, I'm leaving stuff here, and my family mm-hmm. members always get on me about leaving stuff. So. And they're charging you if it's not clean. I know. Like we well, get a fine, but let's just talk about the real, real tea. They were going to make us move out from where we're living. And if we wanted to stay, we would have had to pay. Like, why am I paying for a place to stay in the bubble? Like, Wait, you said they were going to, so they're not doing that for you? No, anymore? yeah, I'm saying we're going to stay where we are. But still, I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> well, what See? the heck? <laughs> See, yeah. But, I mean, either... That I was guess crazy. someone's paying, but that's yeah. so weird. Like, We're not paying... I mean, obviously, but we have, so, like, each team gets one mm-hmm. villa. Yep. We are moving from my villa to the villa next door. Oh, uh, well, so that's, that's not nice. bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's our, nice our training good. room, our trainers are over here at the lodge, but now they're moving to the one villa that we have. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was man. nice. The bubble life, man. Yeah. I, I walked into your room today, and I'm like, you got some It's to a lot. Of, and, I, and I'm like, this is just the beginning. I mean, <laughs> Mountain Dew has really <laughs> sent me a lot of stuff, and I'm so grateful for it. Loving it. No, always. What are you going to do with all these drinks? I think I'm going to give them to, like, the workers and people here. That's a good idea. Yeah, or maybe the students if they want some. Maybe your girl Fee or something. I don't know. Oh, well, Fee, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Those vanilla Starbucks look delicious. They are good, especially when they're cold. Mm. But the double shot one, it's like, I was really geeked up. Because for a noon game, I had that, and then I had, like, the ladder energy. So ladder has, like, this energy stuff. And I was like... (laughs) going nuts i was bouncing off the walls and i missed like my first 400 shots so. <laughs> <laughs> but yes oh man we have sweetie uh she's taking her sweet time she's baking right now on insta <laughs> her makeup is baking people for those of you that don't know when she comes on here we'll have to get her to explain yes what is really up we're gonna have to throw some um slight shade slight shade it's okay she i mean she looks gorgeous i can't yeah remember. she's She's so pretty. She's very pretty. Icy gang. Yes, ma'am. Here I know, on I'm pod. super excited to ask her about, first of all, her relationship with Quavo. I think that's so True. cool. Yes. Things yeah. like that. And then we got a few games in store. Yes. Some random questions. Yes. How she comes up with her songs and things like that. I think it's so cool. Like, because I've always been an athlete, like, I've only played sports. I think the arts is so cool. Oh dance music yes. like playing instruments i think that's amazing so i'm really interested to see what her process is and like how she does that kind of stuff because it's so far mm-hmm. away from my wheelhouse exactly that i couldn't even try to do it if i wanted yeah. to i'm interested to see if like we have anything in common because of course we go to practice mm-hmm. we do this but they go into the studio and they work for hours and hours so mm-hmm. i'm interested to see just the similarities that we could have with you know mm-hmm. the arts that's i've actually cool. Because in preparation for this, I was actually thinking about that. Because when we get on the floor, a lot of things are like you have to think through stuff, but a lot is 
a lot is instinctual. Yeah. Like it's not like you have to plan out everything and right. you have to know tendencies and obviously, you know, if someone's guarding you, try to think through things, but a lot of it is just like a split second reaction. <laughs> yeah. But for this, like you have to be able to create on demand. How hard is that? I would lose my mind. Like I, when people I mean, freestyle, I'm like, how do you rhyme how? certain words with what? And yeah. like, you're under contract with producers and yeah. things like that. How do you come up with you got to meet deadlines all the time? Like that's why Drake is the goat to me because he's been coming out with fire for like true. 10 years, yeah. just knocking it out. And I mean, that is just it's crazy to think that we're going to be like, Saying that songs this time is gonna be like old school to our kids. I know. Like, what would our future children be listening to? They're gonna be like, I was running through the sticks with my woes. <laughs> They're so old. Right. No one even <laughs> says that anymore. <laughs> we were watching your live week as ever. <laughs> I promise my. I'm sorry. I promised my fans I would go live if we, if we went top twenty. We went top twenty yesterday, so. That's good. It was super entertaining. It was that. We saw, of course, <laughs> that you were very active on social media. So, do you feel like that that is like vital for artists in today's age? I definitely think it's it is important for. I feel like for the type of artist that I would like to be, because um, there are artists who don't care about social media and who are strictly for the arts and kind of are um, secluded and they don't like the attention. But when it comes to trying to break a, a global artist, I think that it's in our favor to show as much personality as we can. Of course, with discretion, at least for me, because I'm not hella transparent, but I give enough so my fans can relate to me. So um, it's just... This day and age, like they're no longer interested in the mysterious celebrity. They want to know like what you're eating yes. when you go into the bathroom, yeah. when you feel sad, <laughs> um, your relationships, what kind of makeup you're wearing, as you saw in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, just everything about you as much as they can. So um, I'm trying to do my best and get over my social media anxiety and and go live and do these things that they're expecting of me. Yes. Yeah, um, so speaking of relationships, <laughs> how did your relationship with the Quavo start? Girl, you slid into my DMs. <laughs> really? We heard it was like, okay, okay, okay. So y'all first date was Magic City. Is that true or false? It's so true. And <laughs> I thought it was cool and I was having fun. And I was like, oh, this is like a, you know, I've never been on a first date, you know, like I'm trying to think of my, my first date is normally like a restaurant and we did go to the restaurant, but um, we ended the night at Magic City, but it got real crazy in there. And he <laughs> left me. He left, he left me for dead, y'all. Wow, oh. that's T. Quavo, how you gonna do that? What happened? Tell, tell us with T. So, okay, so in the GQ questions, he tells his side of the stories, so I'm gonna tell my side. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Magic City. Um, for all my girls who are listening, when you by yourself and you don't got your homegirl with you, you always... But like most of the time, if he's, I don't know, if he doesn't, I don't know how to even say this, but like you're, you feel like the odd man out sometimes yeah. when you're with like a guy and his dudes. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like, so I was like, I feel like that already. So I'm like, whatever. I'm with, you know, my boo. I'm like starry eyed girl. I'm like, <laughs> with my boo. So we Magic City and they go left real quick. Like I see Heads turn, heads turn, arm go up, 
And then I hear like him go, we out. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that meme on, on Twitter when it's just like everything's like <laughs> super so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, we out. And I'm thinking, okay, we out. So I follow him, but they move so quickly that I don't know which way they go. So I make, I make, I go this way because I follow somebody else mm-hmm. and they go that way. So, girl, I'm in Magic City, and people was grabbing on me. They're like, Ooh. this is like icy girl, pre-my type era. But people recognize me. They're like, oh, sweetie. Like, what yeah. do you, like, what's, like, trying to, like, grab me, trying to say what's up. And I'm like, don't touch me. The way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, where, where quiet? So I finally, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit outside. Hopefully he comes outside because I'm thinking that he's still in the club. Girl, I went outside and I turned that corner and I seen him and his homeboys huddling. <gasps> girl, I must. Girl, I, it's crazy because like you know he's really respected, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't give a damn. <laughs> girl, I walked up there with my ch- girl. I was ready to fight him. <laughs> I was like, "How you gonna leave me in the club?" I was so just distraught because first of all we in the hood i've never been to, the, to this club i'm mm-hmm. not familiar with the city i don't know these people so i felt like just lost yes. and just hella uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> so he tells his security to put me in the car and i'm just you know flying colors coming out my mouth and i sit in the <laughs> car and i'm just mad he get in the car and i go off on him <laughs> But he's just so fond of me. I'm just like. <laughs> you made up for it. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, you know, it's always a decision to be mad or sad. So, or just angry. So, you know, he's just, uh, he get on my nerves. Cause he, you know, I was just so, what's that word when you first start talking to somebody? Like, like you like, struck? so just. Like love struck? Yeah, not, love struck. I'm just so love struck. Yeah. I'm just like. I'm mad, but he's so fine. And he's talking to me with his girl in his mouth. And he's just so smooth with it. And he's just like, man, I had to go. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> right. I guess. All right. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. So, but see, now you guys are just happy, flourishing. So maybe that was just just a little bump in the road. We all go through He'll it. He'll never do it again, though. Right. He'll always remember you now. He'll, he won't leave you anymore. Oh my gosh! You know what he told me? He told me like a month later. After that, it's weird because that made him like me even more. But he was on the fence. He was like, "I like that she's like challenging me, but do I kick her out the car because she cussing me out?" And I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll play when it comes to my safety. Like I'm of in course, a yeah. place I'm. I don't know nothing about. Mm-hmm. He keep grabbing me. And I was uncomfortable. And I was like, if you make me uncomfortable, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, go ahead. You oh, so, that. Um, yeah. so is it a pro or a con? Do you think that you guys are both in the same industry? Do you like that or no? I think it's important when you're working at a high level um, as an entertainer to date somebody who can relate. Even with athletes. Like you guys are entertainers, but just, you know, the sports version. But we, like, not necessarily practice, but you guys are in practice a lot. We record a lot. We travel yeah. a lot. So it's important for somebody to understand that because when you don't, like, sometimes people don't understand the hours and the work ethic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that you should, when you're working at a high level and you have high risk to anxiety, to, to sleep deprivation, to not eating all the time, and when you're just working at such an intense level, you need a, a, your significant other or a partner to be a supporter 
instead of a, a questioner or a nagger. Mm. Questioner is not a not a word. I just made that up. No, <laughs> I know what you okay. mean. Though. It's, it's why, yeah, 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 questioning you. why you have to do this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's important to to get with somebody who relates to you. So I feel like it's a blessing that the person I'm with is not only in the industry, not who is not only in this industry, but he knows what I'm doing and he knows that. Like, I'm still a rookie, and I'm still doing a lot, what I got to do, and I'm going through stuff that he used to go through, so he helps me out a lot. We know about that rookie life. We're still on uh, rookie contract. Rookie too. contract over here, so we're still with you. <laughs> so we can, um, shift gears. Right? <laughs> we can shift gears to just song making now. Um, I guess, like, what's, what's the process of making a song? It used to be, I used to only just, like, write at home. Mm-hmm. But um, I find that when I record on the spot, the emotion comes out better. Mm-hmm. So I try to just kind of like, not necessarily freestyle, but I kind of just fill it out on the mic and write it down on my phone mm-hmm. instead of like going home and and um, locking myself up and writing. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's fun and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a sport and then like a mental exercise when you're in the booth or when you're in a room full of people and you're just kind of like, testing yourself and challenging yourself to see if you can like create a song, create a dope bar, create something that's, you know, melodic and that's flowing. So um, I like to challenge myself. So yes, I do write at home, but I do like to go to the studio and kind of just freestyle it. We were actually just talking about that because um, I've only played sports like my whole life. So we're talking about how when you're on the court, like you have to think through stuff and you have to be smart with it. But a lot of it is so instinctual, like snap, knee-jerk decisions and so mm-hmm. i think it's so cool that you guys have to like i don't know how you come up with like new material yeah, material just... and things like that like having to under stress like under all that like having mm-hmm. to mentally go through that it's just so different i think it's so cool yeah thank you but honestly like because i play sports i played i was a year-round volleyball player i ran track and i played powder puff so it's like coming i feel like sports helped me adapt to music because um, having to win under pressure, um, being challenged by people who constantly underestimate you, um, having to practice, you know, your your delivery or your work ethic to ensure that you give, you know, perfect performance or just when you're out there that it's, it's perfection. So I'm really thankful for like my sports background because it taught me a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can see that. And, and we were actually talking that also before the uh, podcast. We were just so happy to actually because you're our first non-athlete so we were just happy oh. to see like the world collide <laughs> we love to see just how the worlds collide how similar because people normally put just music and just at sports in just separate categories but they kind of overlap in a way and they collide in different ways so it's pretty cool to hear you say that how you know you use sports to kind of help influence your creativity mind your, your juice is flowing when it comes to just writing a song yeah. so that's a hey, shout out to you because yeah, ain't no um, way in hell I could write a song. I only think I could put two bars together. I can't even like have words rhyme. Just together. even one cool bar. No, <laughs> like, I, I'm like matching that bar with right, another one. No. Mm, it's not for us. We're gonna stay in our lane. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but sports is sports is a different industry, and I respect y'all as well because not only is it mental, it's physical. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've, I've taken so much from just my athletic history and. Um, like being okay with failing, being okay with making mistakes, being okay with having to to work an X amount of more hours to get to where I need to go. Like I just, mm-hmm. sports let me know that if you want some shit, like it's not easy to get it. And if it's greatness, it's definitely not easy. You got to work for it. So um, 
I think it, it always, I think sports prepared me to take the criticism or the mistakes I, I make with music with a grain of salt because I know that just from my sports background, that if I work hard enough and if I practice hard enough, I'm going to get to where I need to go. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of that, like, how long did it take and, like, how much practice did it take to get that final version of Tap In? Like, just your um, songs, actually, like, how long did it take? recorded it, like, three different times. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you choose which one you like? <laughs> you just, you just vibe with it more? Um... I think it comes down to execution. Mm. Um, I used to be really uncomfortable with recording because my, well, for me, my recording voice is very different than my talking voice. It is. So I have to learn <laughs> that my voice is an instrument, even though I'm not a singer. Like I used to just think that because I'm not a singer, like I could just say some shit on the mic and it'd be fly. But mm. no, you really gotta. It's certain ways you enunciate things sometimes. Mm. Like when I say tap in, like yeah. I'm talking to you, I'm saying tap in. But on the song, I'm saying I'm saying tap in. Because like yeah. in the Bay Area, that's how they, like if you really like got that Bay accent, it's like an in and not an in. Yeah. So I try to like go back and just perfect as much as I can because the, the little and slightest bit of attitude makes the difference in a song. That's mm, true. Sure. That's awesome. That is so cool to hear. Yes. So, like, I, well, obviously, you see how COVID has affected us. Um, we're in a bubble. And so, like, how has COVID affected performers like yourself? And, like, what do you see, like, in the next couple of years? Are we doing virtual concerts? Are you doing just small gatherings? Like, what do you, how has COVID affected you? And what do you see in the, in the future? COVID honestly affected me in such a great way. I'm very grateful for this downtime because I was literally like a, a chicken with his head cut off. Like, mm-hmm. One thing that they don't realize, the modern day artist is so different from the traditional artist because if you hot, you have to travel, you have to host, mm-hmm. you have to do this, you have to do that. Yeah. And not and you have to do that in order to keep yourself relevant and to get to get and to be paid and yeah. to, you know, pay your bills. So it's like, um, yes, the glitz and glamour and the fame is one thing, but there's the other side that people don't see. It's like like I remember I didn't sleep for three days. Yeah. Really? Wow. And when I say that I was probably sleeping like one or two hours a night, but when you travel every day on a plane, well, at least when I do, it it, it makes like my body like um, yes, mm-hmm. like very lethargic and just uh, numb. So I, I tend to lose like a lot of my energy and my light when I'm like traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I finally got my sleep back. Um, I had the opportunity to really sit down and become a creative again because. When you're out on the road, yes, by default, we're creatives, but it's just like, at that point, we become a performer and interviewer because all we're doing is just photo shoots, answering questions and performing. Like the creativeness kind of sucked out because we're traveling so much. We're not eating. We're not sleeping. So... It gets kind of crazy out there, so I'm very just grateful for this downtime. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like, your song comes out, you have to do all that stuff to stay relevant because it probably takes a while for it to actually transition into money, like, yeah. for that to actually be produced from that stuff. Yeah. So I bet I can't even... To reap um, the benefits from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good way to Each. look at it. Ooh. Power to you. Yes. <laughs> but what's it like navigating a career I- that has been like historically male dominated has have you seen Ooh, yeah. like obstacles and stuff yeah i feel like as a woman especially when you're an attractive woman i kind of like for the longest i kind of had the the stereotype of the instagram girl who, who's rapping mm-hmm. but it's just like i work really hard to get my brand up and i don't i wasn't you i wasn't um championing my followers because of 
the notoriety. I was championing my followers because the more eyeballs, the more chances I get to get discovered. So it's like, it was never a, I'm trying to be like famous or popping. It was like, I'm trying to get discovered so that I can make my passion an actual career. It just so happened that I can dress well. I know how to do my hair. I know how to do my makeup. So it's like, oh, quote unquote, typical Instagram girl. But I've been wanting to do this since I was 16 years old. So I was constantly having to fight for the respect of this is something that I actually want to do. Because don't get me wrong, there are girls who kind of use their platform and they're like, okay, I do got a lot of followers. So let me rap or let me sing. Mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of like being pigeonholed into that group of girls, but I'm out of that now, slowly but surely. But that's one thing that I didn't like as a woman, because if a man looked good, he wouldn't be called an Instagram man or Instagram boy. Yeah. yeah, 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 that is really true. That is so true. Yeah. yeah. So what would you like? What advice would you give to a girl out there that wants to be you? Honestly, <laughs> like the shit ain't for the weak hearted. So I like. For my family who was in the business, like my uncle now manages me mm -hmm. and he wouldn't like participate in my career at first because he's, first of all, everybody wants to, not everybody, but music is, music, you, you guys all know. So music, especially in the back, the black community, music, sports, like those are like the, the, the prime careers that a yeah. lot of us strive for. So saying that I want to be an artist is, um, is normal. Like, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a common goal, it's a common um, dream of a lot of men and women. Mm -hmm. But um, this shit is not for the weak hearted. And if I had a kid, I wouldn't want her do, doing music because it, it's really political. It's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that people do not know about. Um, so for the girl who does want to be me, I really don't know what I would say to her, but just try to find your own way and, and get it how you can. Yeah, I, I definitely that. You know, we just saying, you were saying, like, stuff goes on behind the scenes. I mean, same for us. We were like, spill the tea, because we know it's some foolishness going on. Right? And you're just like, we can't be no whistleblowers, so we got to keep <laughs> that shit to ourselves. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, hey, we understand that one there. It is. Yeah. It's different. It's, it's a different grind. And, like, like you said, music and sports is kind of like, in the Black community, it's like a ticket out. Like, you're like, oh... Once I reach there, I'm out. I'm good. I can feed my mom. I can get a car. But that, people don't know what, what it takes to get to that level. And mm -hmm. I think they see... And and then, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Keep going, keep going. No, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, like, they, they I'm see... I'm about to, like, like yeah. <laughs> They see mm -hmm. us, and we wear it well, so they think it's easy. And I think that's the part that a lot of people miss out is... Mm -hmm. We wear it because we wear it well because we know how much work we put into our into our jobs to make it happen. But people think it's like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it, and it's like, yeah. no. I understand that having the talent and even the determination is not all that goes into it. And being black, oh my god, a black woman on top of that, black. oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I think, and then what's what sucks about that is that we kind of have to help or contribute to the misconception because we have to quote unquote save face. Mm -hmm. Like we can't I like like for a lot of us, we don't tweet, oh my gosh, I'm I'm dying of cramps right now. I, I don't feel like going to radio and talking because I feel sick and I feel like shit and my stomach is poking out my pants and mm -hmm. I feel ugly right now. Like <laughs> I can't go on a on a rant like that on Twitter because then I'm deemed as 
nagging. I'm deemed as Emotional. being ungrateful. Um, yeah. I'm deemed <laughs> as, are you like, it's just a negative connotation. So I did that once because I was really stressed out and I was like, I'm just going to air this shit out. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of backlash for it. But it's just like, especially as women, and especially as black women, we're held to a certain standard of being strong and just putting our shit to the side and putting a smile on our face and take it, taking care of our business, but we're not robots, we're human. Yes. So um, it just, yes. it's just, it's a blessing, but it's also a double-edged sword because yes, it's gratifying and it's satisfying to reach our goals and to be competing at such a high level. However, not only are we doing that, we still deal with basic human shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still, we're, we're still daughters. We're still cousins. We're still aunties. We're still girlfriends. We're still, yeah. So we, we, still, we still have our circles like everybody else in, in the world. Mm-hmm. For sure, yes. yes. Okay, I love that. Yeah, that was dropping, dropping jewels up in here. <laughs> Speaking of tea, though, when is your next song and or album coming out? Yes, we need the tea here. This is the tea what? with yeah. A&P. <laughs> we need some tea, like something hot. Give us something. Like, mm-hmm. Girl, y'all sound like... Y'all sound like the Icy Gang. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they literally created a petition for me to drop a song that I've been teasing. And it got like a thousand signatures on like GoFundMe. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Yes, um, we have to Come on, in. we're going to be the source for the Icy Gang. Come on, you need to drop I know, a that's right. <laughs> but it's, um, it's, it should be coming out soon. And I know that Pretty Bitch Music is coming out in the fall. Okay, okay. Can you give us like a few lines? We need something, like a little give taste a little of taste. something. Yeah, just Come a little, on. Just a little give sip of the tea. Something. Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I've been, teasing back, I've been teasing back to the streets. I don't want to tease something else and then my fans then start pounding on my true. door for that too. So I'm going to keep it nice and discreet. Okay, we, we, I guess. I mean, summer ends September 21st. So that's going to be when fall starts. So we'll, we can wait till then. That's only a couple weeks. Yes. <laughs> I would say early fall is when you can expect it. Because fall is, for some reason, it feels like a really long time. Fall is now. So are we talking pre-Halloween or post-Halloween? Okay, now you haven't done it good, girl. You know that. <laughs> You gotta get me. You ain't slick, Miss Mama. So, I get <laughs> oh my God, so now we love we love to end our podcast with just like a little game. And mm-hmm. for you, it's it's gonna be finish. Oh, actually, we can do the start one, start bench one, one, bench cut, one. one cut one. Mm-hmm. It's female artists: Cardi, Nikki, and um, Meg. Meg. Start one, bench one, cut one. You said what? <laughs> you got to start one, you got to put one on the bench, and then you have to cut, cut one. one from the team like she's out. Now, y'all know in this day and age and climate that I cannot answer no question like that. And y'all trying to put me and hate me by a noose. So I cannot answer that question. I'm going to just start no, off. We, we, every we have to ask this to everybody. They're really hard. When people ask us about female athletes, we were one of in the Hall we of Fame. Yeah. We got to cut people off. I mean, they, we know it's all love. We know. We get it. It's a good girl. This, 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 this rap game, these stands, will take this clip. And we'll hang it over my head right. and create a whole scenario. So I, I ain't even about crazy. to play with y'all. I'll play with y'all on the court, but I ain't playing with y'all in this pocket. Okay. <laughs> How about start one, bench one, cut one with the Migos? <laughs> okay, yeah. There we go. That's the easy one. You got the Migos. You got to start one, cut one, and bench one. Now I'm talking about my family, so I'm going to continue eating my anchovies. <laughs> Can, can you even tell who the starter is? Like, okay, we know you're going to start Quavo. Yeah. No, I'm going to 
start my baby Quavo. Okay, so who who coming off the bench? Right, if, in a game, in a game. Mm-hmm. We're not even talking about just in a game. Who you want oh, coming off the bench? Y'all ain't about to give me today. I've been got a couple times, but y'all ain't gonna do <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So we're gonna do right, right. okay. So we'll we'll do finish that lyric. Okay, that, okay. that's good. You ain't gotta put nobody aside. So this is um, Quavo, Honcho Dreams. We don't fly suicide, no. so the doors fly. What finish that lyric? That was oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't like suicide, so the doors fly. We don't fly suicides to the boat door slide. Ice, ice. What's the lyric after that? What's the lyric? Not the ad lib. <laughs> um, that, that was an educated answer. <laughs> <laughs> educated answer. The, the lyric Wait, can you say can you say it with the cadence? I don't know how to sound like, um, we, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't. Don't we don't like suicide, so the doors fly. She said What's I heard her from? feelings 52 times. Hmm? She said Punch your dreams. I don't remember that one. <laughs> okay, okay, it's okay. I'm trying to trouble today. You're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to scratch that. We're going to scratch that. We can cut that out. Okay, okay. So, right. th- so this one, go ahead, Pete. All right, this one's Tupac. Keep your head up, okay? Mm-hmm. But please don't cry. Dry your eyes. Never let up. Keep your head up. <laughs> That's the end of it, but there's a few things before that. <laughs> forget, but don't forget, girl. Keep it. <laughs> don't forget, girl. Keep it head up. Hey, it is. Keep it your head up. Okay. Ooh, okay. This the next one is Nicki Minaj. Do you mind? Okay. Every baller trying to score. Check the shot clocks. Something that some eager door blocks. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. But I hit him with the Brian Iguodala blocks. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Yeah, we had so much thank fun. Thank you. That bro, y'all was trying to kill me at the end. No. I know. We were just trying to. I mean, it's just tea. the tea. It's tea time. You won't get in trouble. I promise. Tea time. <laughs> See, y'all ain't got to do a consequence. I'm going <laughs> No, but thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. And yes. I know all of our listeners really enjoy this. Because like I said, you're our first non-athlete. So mm-hmm. to see this other side of it, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. Oh, well, thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. That was the tea with... A and B. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe and share. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.